Hey folks, welcome to episode 25 of Do Not Worry. I'm your host, Anthony, coming to you once again from the heart of Beirut and Jayate. Folks, we're at episode 25. That is a quarter century. 75 more episodes and we're at 100. Only 75. Um, thank you for joining me, guys. I actually just got back from the premiere of Black Widow. I got to see it at Vox Cinemas. Thank you to Italia Film Middle East for the invite. I haven't been to the movies since the rise of Skywalker, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, in December of 2019. Okay, so being back at the movie theaters was very weird. It was a small uh, audience where like maybe 20 people, so very socially distant. I felt very safe. I had my mask on most of the time, just took it off a couple of times for some popcorn and to drink some water. Uh, I'm going to give you guys a like quick spoiler-free review of the movie at the end of the podcast, so stay tuned for that. Uh, before we get into any of the topics, please take a second to like this video. Your engagement is extremely helpful for a small independent YouTube channel like mine. Uh, like the video, leave a comment. Uh, I really appreciate that stuff. And if you're not subscribed to the channel, please take a second to click that subscribe button, become a Do Not Warrior. I'm launching a second podcast later this month. I'm going to talk to you guys about it today. I'm finally going to reveal the name and my co-host. So uh, uh, subscribe to the channel. Uh, we're at 3.6K subscribers. We're almost at 4K, so that's pretty fucking awesome. Thank you guys. On the podcast today, we are talking about Lebanon. Lebanon is currently a nightmare. We are going through a crazy fuel crisis. It is leading to so many problems. It is, it is fucking, it is seriously a nightmare. I'm on TikTok now, y'all. Okay, I'm trying to infiltrate Lebanese TikTok and I figured what best way to do that than to actually be on TikTok, be one of the people. So we're going to talk about that in a little bit as well. Uh, there's a quick cringe compilation that we want to look at. There's something involving Joseph Shada or boy Joseph. He did something pretty fucking cringe. Joseph, you got to stop it with the stuff, man. All right, I'm trying to help you. And one of you guys actually sent me a profile, a guy called Dr. Food. He does like food reviews on Instagram. He's kind of like Daddy Foodie. So we're going to look at an alternative to Daddy Foodie, someone less creepy, but also maybe a little bit weird. But before we get into that, I just wanted to say a quick thank you to the tea spill. Uh, they're at we the spill on Instagram. They sent me a free Homer Simpson shirt. Thank you guys. That was really nice of you so uh, you guys can check them out on instagram at we the spill and i wanted to give a quick shout out to a small local podcast it's called the mna podcast mazin and anthony they're two friends hosting a podcast together they've done three episodes so far check them out i would recommend you guys give them you know a quick subscribe i'm gonna do that as well uh, it's always nice to encourage young up-and-coming podcasters in lebanon so check out the mna podcast gentlemen I salute you. And with all of that out of the way, uh, let's get the podcast kicked off. Actually, before we get going, I did want to apologize for the video quality of last week's episode. I'm using a new camera that I got, and um, I must have messed something up with the settings. I think I had the ring light on way too bright, so the video is extremely overexposed. I was kind of embarrassed by that, and it's getting a lot of views, so it was giving me anxiety. I'm like, fuck, I wish less people were seeing this shitty video. But um, what can you do? You live and you learn. I hope the video quality is better this week. I messed around with the settings a little bit. Also, I painted the studio. I gave it a fresh coat of paint. I've been having a wet shit here for the past three days. I'm, I'm converting my old bedroom here in Beirut into a full YouTube studio for this podcast and my second podcast. And just a heads up, my AC is barely working. If you watch closely in last week's episode, like you could see drips of sweat falling down my face. This might happen today as well. AC is not working. I got to add some gas to it or something. So just a heads up.
So as you guys know, there's a pretty bad gas crisis here in Lebanon right now. People can't get any gasoline to fill their cars. Uh, if they do want to get gasoline to fill their cars, they have to wait in line in front of a gas station for three, four, five, six hours. People are waking up at four and five in the morning to get gasoline. Uh, generators in areas like in Beirut, uh, people who own generators for electricity are cutting them off during the day and at night to save some gasoline. So for example, here in Beirut, at 2 a.m. every night, uh, 2 in the morning, they cut off the power from 2 to 6. And in the afternoon, here in Beirut, like in the middle of the day, in the smoldering summer heat, they're cutting off the generator from like 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. It comes and goes. But like, it's a nightmare. It's a fucking nightmare. I recently moved to the 09, to Zoomkeil. Thankfully, over there, we're not having the, the generator problems yet. But I've been in Beirut for the past three days because I have a little wershe, like I told you guys in the intro. I'm repainting the studio. I'm setting up the, the, the studio for the second podcast. Just getting to Beirut has been a fucking nightmare. I can't find any cab drivers almost uh, because cab drivers can't get any gas. Uh, every car ride to get from Zoo to Beirut is taking me like an hour to an hour and a half. And by the way, I know that I'm complaining and I'm coming from a place of privilege. Okay, I have a job. I'm lucky enough to have a job to, to have a U.S. passport. I know that I'm complaining about shit that affects other people that can't get away. But I mean, still, it, it, it kind of is a nightmare. Like, I never want to leave my house unless I absolutely have to. And... My problem with this whole thing is that, like, where do we draw the line of how much we're willing to take as Lebanese people? So a couple of episodes ago, I read this tweet from this German guy who was like, why are people not angry? And I read a bunch of tweets that were angry at the guy for not getting it and being kind of, you know, shallow in his analysis. But like, really, how, how much are we willing to take? Like, we're at a point right now where even when we're home, okay, like the way I look at it is when I'm home, I can at least for just a few hours ignore the shit that's happening in the country. I can... I can turn on my TV, I can turn on my air conditioning and I can go to another, I can be transported to another world just for a couple of hours and forget the misery that we're living on a day-to-day -day basis. When you can't even be comfortable in your own home, when you can't even turn on the fucking AC, when you can't even turn on the TV to watch a movie to transport yourself away from this goddamn shithole for just a couple of hours, then what are we waiting for? Are we waiting for the politicians to literally knock down our doors come into our homes and fuck us in the ass. And I know you guys are going to get mad for me using sex as an expression. Listen, fuck it. I ain't got no time to be politically correct anymore, okay? There is no electricity. And I'm complaining just because I want my AC and I want an internet connection. There are people who need electricity for their oxygen machines. There are people with asthma that can't breathe. There are little children that are getting fucking heat stroke. Animals are getting heat stroke. Food in fridges is spoiling. This is unreal. And I just keep wondering how much more we're willing to take and what it and what is it going to take for us to spring back into action and i know i know I'm, I'm as discouraged as anyone else about the thoda and the revolution and i know that we're discouraged and it feels like there's no hope but i also don't like the fact that we're just sitting down and taking it and complaining on twitter like there's got to be an in-between but just the oh they're cutting off the power oh well i guess i'll just deal like no people need to get angry and again maybe i'm privileged enough to feel like i can afford to get angry like, you know what I mean? Other people are worrying about fucking eating and shit. I'm here complaining about not having an AC for a couple of hours, but still, like, I'm not mishmash burin. We don't have to fucking deal with any of that shit. It's just been really fucking hard for, for me, for... Man, I've, been, I've spent a lot of time with cab drivers over the past few days, dude. They are going through some fucking shit. Tip your cab drivers, folks. Tip your cab drivers. Be generous with them, especially if you have access to foreign currencies or something. Please, man, tip these people because they are going through fucking hell day in 
day out just to get some fucking gas to drive us around. Uh, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Um, you know, it's not like I have any solutions. You know what I mean? I don't know what the fuck we can do, but us just sitting at home and complaining about things on Twitter um, is not enough. It's not. We got to get angry. I don't know what it is we can do. I know protesting in Sihta Shuhada does nothing, but I don't know. I don't know. Folks, I did it. I went to the dark side and I am on Lebanese TikTok. Now, I know what you guys are thinking. Anthony, how could you betray us like that? You did the TikTok special. You call out the cringe. How can you be on TikTok? Well, I can explain, folks, okay? First of all, I keep getting messages. I've gotten messages from a bunch of creators. Uh, a guy on YouTube called Kamal Nameh sent me a message like three days ago. And he's like, dude, I have 800 subscribers on my YouTube channel. I posted a TikTok teasing one of my videos. Two days later, I have 2,000 new subs on my YouTube channel, which is true. I checked out his channel. He's like, all my videos are getting thousands of views now, etc." He's like, you got to get on TikTok. I know you hate TikTok. He's like, just fucking get on it. I got another message from someone else as well a couple of months ago who was telling me the same about his Instagram. He's like, yo, dude, I got on TikTok and my Instagram blew up. So I was like, you know what? May might as well fucking give this a fucking shot. But I didn't want to just do like TikToks and actually take it seriously. I just wanted I wanted to do some fucking cringe shit. OK, I've fallen in love with TikTok cringe over the past few months. Everything you guys send me on a daily basis. It's really fucking funny. So I decided to take this opportunity to infiltrate Lebanese TikTok from the inside. I'm going to become one of these TikTokers. OK, Nareg, Skylar Dax, Joseph Shada, Abbas Radban. My boys, I'm coming for you. OK. And I'm just going to give you guys an example of the first TikToks that I did. Uh, I don't want, like, I'm not going to take this seriously, okay? I want to do the cringiest, shittiest, most fucking Lebanese shit I can think of. That is going to be my TikTok. And by the way, let me show you guys my profile. Give me a follow. Give me a like. I'm at over 100 followers in just like a day, which is pretty cool, I got to say. So here, let's check my first TikTok. Inspired by Skylar Dax. And this one, my personal favorite, inspired by the king, Abbas Radban official. Please put me in Please. So those are my TikToks. I know they're super cringe. Okay, I know how cringe they are. I think they're fucking hilarious. I love them. I have an idea for a third one. All I'm going to say is it involves an Ergile. Okay, and maybe it involves one of Nareg's original songs or whatever. Um, I'll leave it at that. But guys, follow me on TikTok. Let's have a cringe adventure together. Okay, let's see how cringy we can make this. And let's see if I can actually end up getting some subscribers to my YouTube channel through this and some followers on Instagram. Hey, why not? And Kamal, thanks for the tip, my man. <laughs> Folks, I know I've been teasing a second podcast for like two months now. Okay, it was supposed to actually premiere at the end of June or start of July. So it was technically supposed to be on the air already. Uh, but I'm finally ready, okay, to announce the name of the podcast and who my co-host is going to be. All right, I don't want to waste any more time. And I feel like if I announce it, I'm forcing my co-host and I to release our episode, you know, in like a couple of weeks from now. So without further ado... Here is the logo of my upcoming podcast, Anthony and LaToya. Anthony and LaToya. Here's the, before I get into LaToya, I just wanted to say a quick thank you to our artist, uh, Ryan. Uh, he stepped in at like the last second, swooped in. We were having trouble finding artists. He came in at the last fucking second like a superhero. 
knocked this logo out in a couple of days. This was exactly what we had in mind. Like he took our idea and, you know, gave it life beautifully. Check him out on Instagram. Uh, this is the logo of the show. And who's Latoya? Some of you might be wondering. Well, I think most of you should know who she is. She's like way more popular than I am. Latoya used to be a contestant on X Factor, like in 2015. Uh, she's a huge Lebanese influencer. She's a singer. She's extremely interesting. She's extremely nice. She's extremely... You guys will get to know her, okay? Uh, the reason I chose Latoya as a co-host and the reason I reached out to Latoya and wanted to work with her was because I felt that she was pretty different than me. As you guys know, I spend my time, you know, kind of commenting and criticizing influencers, at least the ones that I don't like. Now, Latoya is technically an influencer, but she's different than your typical influencer. But I thought that there was an interesting chemistry and relationship between us. And I mean, while we're very... While we're similar in a lot of ways, we're also very different in a lot of ways. And I wanted to highlight our differences. Um, I don't know if you guys know the podcast Frenemies on H3H3. It's over now. It, the, the podcast completely died. But I was partly inspired by Frenemies. I liked the idea of having two people that seemingly have very little in common and seeing if they can like create a friendship. So this is what the show is basically going to be. It's going to be me and Latoya bringing our different personalities together. And we tried to represent that in the logo as much as possible. I got the alien head in my name with a very kind of colorful and bold font. And Latoya's got her classy name with a chili pepper in her name and all of that. So it's us melding those two different personalities and hopefully giving you guys a lot of entertainment uh, in the process. And what I love about Latoya is that she didn't, she's doing this podcast for the right reasons. Like when I reached out to her and was like, hey, would you be interested in possibly co-hosting a podcast with me? She revealed that she's been wanting to do something for like this for a while. She's been looking for an opportunity to kind of express herself more uh, because, I mean, she's other than the X Factor stuff that she did a few years ago and a few TV appearances, I think she's been kind of under the radar. Like people don't really know much about Latoya other than what she posts on social media. I had a very specific idea of who Latoya was as a person. I mean, I've met her a couple of times, but very briefly. And, uh, you know, she surprised me. She's, a, she's very different than what she might appear on social media. So, which is, I'm excited for people to see that other side of her. And she also has a strong personality, man. So, like, she's not going to take any shit from me. Uh, she can stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with me in my bullshit. So, I think I needed someone like that. And she was, honestly, and I don't even know if she knows that. She was kind of the only person I thought of, like, when I was... When I thought of that podcast, it's not like I had a list of co-hosts and I'm like, let me start by asking Latoya. And if she says no, I'll go for someone else. She's the only person I had in mind for this. She's the only person I reached out to. Uh, so I'm glad it worked out. I hope you guys like it. We're going to be premiering the podcast this month. I promise this month. I'm not exactly sure of the exact date, but it's going to be happening. I'm excited, dude. Latoya is a badass. I hope you guys like her as much as I do. Uh, it's and we're not like I chose Latoya because we're going to disagree on a lot of things as well. So we're not just going to see eye to eye the whole time. And it's not going to be this love fest all the time. We're going to we're going to go toe to toe. We're going to argue. We're going to disagree. And I think that's part of what is going to make this podcast fun. I hope um, I'm just excited to, to do this with someone else as well. As I love this show. I love talking to you guys, but it's also stressful doing it alone. Um, I'm excited to have someone else to just share the stress and the responsibility with. You know, if an episode flops, it's not just my fault. It'll be her fault as well. Okay, Latoya? And one of the reasons I actually also chose Latoya was because like, she even hangs out with people that I don't necessarily hang out with. She hangs out with people who might hate me because of things that I've said on this podcast. So uh, it's, it's going to be an interesting, it's going to be hopefully an interesting back and forth. Uh, I hope you guys tune into the podcast to check it out. Uh, subscribe to the channel if you're not, so you'll be the first to see episode one of Anthony and Latoya when it drops, baby.
Uh, you know, I really think I have one of the coolest audiences on YouTube. I swear, man, you guys send me so much cool shit. Anytime you guys come across something interesting or funny or cringe, you send it to me on Instagram and on Twitter. I don't always get to see your messages because I have a lot of messages that I have to go through. But thank you guys for being awesome. And and this week was no exception. One of you guys sent me this Instagram account for this guy called Dr. Food. George Deeb, Dr. Food. He's kind of like a daddy foodie type. He's like a, he's like a consultant, a food consultant, business consultant, etc., uh, and he has his own uh, Instagram account where he does like food reviews and he'll like talk about like food consulting and stuff like that. I, I just found it funny because he's, I got similar vibes from him as Daddy Foodie, except like this guy honestly seems way more professional. Daddy Foodie spends his time fucking promoting luxury brands and, and Rolex watches and shit like that. Like he's moved so far away from food and he's just into like luxury and it's constantly sharing fucking Instagram videos of him getting pedicures and, and shit like that. It's, he's a weird guy. This dude, at the very least, like it's his stuff is a little bit cringe. We're going to watch him review burgers from three different restaurants. But at least he's talking food. You know what I mean? At least he's giving he's showing you why he's a food expert. Whether or not you agree with his stuff is irrelevant. But like, I don't know. Let's check him out. Let's see. Because I mean, his, his videos are also kind of funny. It's a little bit cringe as well. But let's check out Dr. Food. Okay. Uh, reviewing three different burgers from three different restaurants. بونسوار بليز بدي اطلب دليفري من عندك لو سمحت سوري سبي الموتزاريلا عندكم اياها اللحمه والمباد والموتزاريلا بياخذ معه فرايز او بياخذ معه دسير ما بياخذ فرايز او دسير بياخذ فرايز ايه كيف رد علي؟ عرض علي فرايز وعرض علي دسير وعرض علي الكوفير برافو الاوبريتر عند كريبوي رائع خلينا نطلب من روتستر يلا انتم ملاحظين شغله؟ Okay, so literally this video, this review is cut up into four parts. Part one is literally all just him calling and ordering the stuff on the phone. Like, we don't need to see that, George. We trust you. I get that you're reviewing the operators themselves. but I don't think we need a whole video for just... We're literally going to see him order every single sandwich. Here, here's another one just really quickly. Hello? بونسوار اهلا محمد بليز بدي اطلب من عندك هيدي البرجر اللي فيها الموتزاريلا باني ولحمه شو اسمها عندكم؟ داينر مايك برجر يس اوكي كاميرا اوكي شو في ليش؟ ولا شيء ولا شيء ولا شيء يعني انت شفته بعينكم بين الاوبريتر تبع كريبوي والاوبريتر تبع رودستر تبع كريبوي كان حيبان المحل كله تبع رودستر بده يخلص مني اوكي وعرف اللوكيشن يلا وهلا تحقق ما بيصير هيك يا اوبريتر اشتغلوا على هذا الموضوع خلينا نجرب انتوني يلا اشتغلوا على هذا الموضوع باي ذا واي اي لاف ذوز ذوز برجرز ذات هيز توكينج اباوت ذا لايك ذا بيف برجر وذ ذا فرايد فاكن بيس اوف موتزاريلا اون توب ذات شيت از ديليشس ام نوت غونا لاي لايك ذا سبيل موتزاريلا واز سمثينغ اي اولويز وينت فور Uh, a crap away. Anna, ساعة من دقلا لأنطوني. ساعة. بونسوار. هاي سارة بدي عزبك بدي واحدة برجر بالقلب المونزاريلا باني واللحمة. أوكي. بدي ساعة. أوكي ما في مشكلة. سائلي ما حبيتها. إنه يبا إنه بدي ساعة ساعة وإني عاجع عليهم. حقق عندهم خمسة وثلاثين ألف وحقق غير محل خمسة وسبعين وخمسين ألف. خلنا نتأكد من السعر بس يجوا كلهم سوا. Eh, voilà, une heure, c'est pas gentil, hein, c'est trop long. Bonjour. 
اي محل كريبوي كريبوي اجوا على الوقت المناسب وسلمونا اياه بس حلو الباكج عادي نحن هلا طلبنا ثلاثة برجر نفس البرجر من ثلاث محلات من اشهر ثلاث محلات موجودين بالبلد اللي هن روك كريبوي رودستر وانطونيز المقلدون خلونا نشوفهم سوا اول شيء خلونا نشوف السعر السعر عند رودستر نفس الايتمز 74000 عند كريبوي كمان 74000 في حريش حاجه قلده بعد خلص زهقت منكم حق 39000 عند انطونيز خيي خلينا نجربه اول شيء رودستر الكيس هيك اتس هاف ذا برايس مهضوم ستيكرز كثير حلوه باكج عند كريبوي كباكجينج عم احكي كشكل العلبه قديمه كثير خلص انا برايي رودستر اخترعوا هذا الشيء او مشوا بهذا الشيء اكيد ارتب واحسن So this whole video is just talking about the packaging, bro. Come on, man. I mean, I get it. Look, at least he's giving us information, but a lot of this feels like just empty calories. Like, oh, look, let's talk about the packaging for two minutes. Okay, we get it. Are you going to eat these fucking burgers? Okay. Okay. Now, we asked three items, as we said, every burger from a certain place, and they're the same in the country, and they're the same in the country. This is Anthony's chef, and I'm going to learn from him. He's going to get out of here. Let's see. هندو اول شيء البرجر عند عند رودستر طيبه ما بدي اكون فاير معهم طيبه خلينا ندوق اللحمه لوحدها بطيب جعلك جعلك اللحمه ما حبيت لحمة عند روتستر لوحدها جورج از نوت امبرست طيبين ما حبيتها صراحة هيك نشوف كابوي بو ذيس از جيتنج مي هانجري اي والله العظيم اذا بتعطوني اثنين برجر مع بعضهم لوحدهم وبتغمضوا لي عيني وكل لقمة من وحدة ما حميزهم نفس النكهة اثنيناتهم شو هذا؟ شاركوا بعض خيي مجون مع بعض احسنكم ما عم بفهم انا عن جد مجون مع بعض I don't know if this is cringe. I don't know, like it's not. منا طيب اللحمة كمان عندك كابوي منا طيب صراحة. اللحمة بلا مزارلا بانيه وبلا كوكتيل صوص وبلا بيكلز لاتس توميتو منا طيب. اللحمة لو إحنا منا طيب. هذا أنتونيس. هذا الولد ابنه هذا. هاي أنتونيس. إذا بتطلع عندي أطيب منه حت موتني أنت. أنتونيس خي حبيبي ولا؟ أول شيء ثلاث خبزات ثلاثتهم من نفس المصدر. ثلاثتهم عن شخص واحد. مع البرينال خاندو عند انطونيز اوكي عند انطونيز كل نفسنا خلينا ندوق اللحمه عند انطونيز اللحمه عند انطونيز اطيب بصراحه منها توب بس شوي جوسي اكثر من ريك اوكي انطونيز حاط خايس ايسبرغ وحاطط لاتس نشوف نوعيه اللاتس اذا بدي اللاتس لاتس عادي البندورة فريش مش غلط ابدا بارت 4 بيبي مثل ما شفتوا قرناهم ثلاثتهم بالباكج وبالسعر وبالنكهة بنكهة البرجر سو انا الكل بدي اقول لكم اياه كريبوي رودستر شدوا حالكم خلقوا كونسبت جديد لكم ضمن هذا الاكل اللي انتم عاملينه ميزوا حالكم فيه خلوا العالم تجي لعندكم لانه انتم عندكم شيء مميز 
ببقى تقلدوا بعض انا برايي بكل موضوعيه الانسان وقت يطلب اكل هو بيهمه النكهه وبيهمه انه ينبسط وهو عم ياكل ما بيهمه لا الكرتون ولا الباكج بالبدايه عم بحكي انا فانا بعطي رقم اول رقم واحد لانطونيس رقم اثنين لكريبوي ورقم ثلاثه لروتستر شفتوا كل شيء قدام عينكم يا حرام يا روتستر اوكي يلا تنويا مره ثانيه بثلاث مطاعم مشهورين بالبلد رح نقيمهم ونعطيكم رأينا فيهم روتستر وكريبوي وقفوا على الحركات Um, you can check out some other videos he did on his Instagram. He has one where he compares pizzas from three different restaurants. He ended up giving Pizzanini the number one prize, which is weird because I got very bad food poisoning from Pizzanini once. So I don't know how much credibility this guy actually has, but hey, I like him. I much prefer Dr. Food versus Daddy Foodie. I am on the Dr. Food team, yo. Dr. Food all the way. Screw Daddy Foodie, yo. Screw him. Time for some cringe. Cringe compilation. Okay, guys, let's not waste any time. Let's get into this quick cringe compilation. Check out this TikTok slash IG reel by Christine Hootie. This is one of the weirdest fucking things I've seen. Someone, one of you guys sent it to me. Thank you for sending that to me. Check this shit out. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. Lyon, on sent le cadeau from the designer Mirna Kalot. Dress, mop, habberkon, adderaa. أنا كتير 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 حبيته أكيد أكيد حأعملكم في فاشن شو حرام 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 شو رأيكم وهون ماركار واو واو أنا مغرومة في الدرس كتير كيوت أنجد thank you dude this was so fucking weird so fucking weird what's her name Christine Hoori here's another one okay this one this was on like Twitter, this dude, look, I don't know him. His name is Jamal Fayad TV. I don't know where he's from. TV personality. I didn't really have time to do any fucking research. Uh, his tweet reads, I'm going to read it in Arabic. Holy shit, here we go. كلمني أخي من بلاد الغربة يسألني هل صحيح لازم جيب معي حليب وقهوة وسكر لأن كل شيء مفقود هكذا قال لي أحد أصدقائي فأرسلت له هذا الجواب أكيد جوابي سيزعج بعض السلبيين and this is the video that he shared. I don't know if it's if it's him who shot this video, if it's him in the video, but he shared this on Twitter and people lost their shit, understandably. Hisham, khayi, sallim li al hajj kthir. Kullu al balad bkhair ba'da mish al ad, yani hai al halal wa al tahmiya. Hai hi wa hai sukkar. Wa hai fuq minna al tahin. Hai sukkar abyad. Min qallu maqtu' wa hai al tikon. شو <laughs> 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 I wonder why. Okay, this guy, like, I don't even know what to fucking say, bro. We don't have to live in denial. Like, okay, first of all, if you find a fucking supermarket, it doesn't mean the country's fine. What kind of fucking bar is that? Like, I found sugar. We're fine. Bro, I don't know what, where the fuck you're shopping. Hey, the supermarket. Hey, for now. He has some inventory left. Most of the country isn't doing well, bro. 
Okay? Most people can't afford half the shit you're even fucking showing in this video. You know how much Nescafe fucking costs now? Coffee mates, all that imported shit. It costs a fucking fortune. So, um, I don't know what the fuck this guy's going on about. But I hate these people who are like, Are you too proud to admit that your country is, a, is currently a piece of shit? Bro, it's okay to admit that our country is falling the fuck apart. bro. Okay? And finally, Joseph Shada. I thought I was done with this. I thought, I thought, Joseph, you and I had an understanding. I've called you out a number of times on here, trying to help you, giving you some advice. But what? Come on, man. Why are you on another Instagram live? Let's check this out. This went viral on Twitter and everywhere. Check this out. It's Shada talking about like him hooking up with a girl and what he would do or like fantasizing of being with a woman. Joseph, I'm disappointed in you, my friend. Bro, Joseph, Joseph, I told you, stop doing TikTok live stuff, okay? Like, why are you getting yourself in these situations, and Stop talking about this stuff. You're a teacher, man. You got students. You can't have this stuff circulating online and on Twitter. Come on, man. All right? I thought we had an understanding, Joseph. Well, anyways, that's it for your dose of weekly cringe. As I mentioned at the top of the video, I just came back from the uh, Black Widow premiere here in Lebanon, uh, saw it in Vox Cinemas, um, and I thought I'd give you guys a quick spoiler-free review. Since I haven't been to the movies since, you know, December of 2019, the last movie I saw was Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. So it was definitely nice to be back in the movies. It's nice to have, you know, a current review for a current movie to talk about that was in theaters. Um, what do I think of Black Widow? First of all, as you guys know, I'm a big Marvel fan, a big comic book guy. I saw vintage comic books on the side. been talking about comic book movies for years. I've had shows on YouTube, uh, blogs. I've been, I've been talking about this stuff for, for many years. I'm a huge comic book nerd. Uh, wasn't very excited for Black Widow, not gonna lie. A, I'm not into prequels, never have been, whatever kind of franchise it is, video games, movies. I like to know what's gonna go on in a story moving forward. I don't like to go back in the past to, you know, rehash things that happened before. Uh, but with Black Widow having, spoilers, died in Avengers Endgame, uh, if you want to have a Black Widow solo movie, it has to be a prequel. Um, it's definitely a little bit too late. Like, they should have done a solo Black Widow movie, you know, years ago. But what did I think of the movie? It was actually better than I expected. Uh, one of the reasons, I mean, I had low expectations again because it was a prequel. And I also heard mixed things. Everyone kept saying that the villain Taskmaster uh, was kind of shitty in the movie. I didn't think he was that bad. He's a combination of the Winter Soldier and that villain from Ant-Man and the Wasp 2. Was her name Ghost or something? He's a combination of those two. Definitely underused, but he was cool. Like, his action scenes were kind of cool. I loved the relationship between... Uh, Natasha, uh, you know, Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow, and her sister, Yelena, played by Florence Pugh. I think their relationship and their bond was the heart of the movie, and Florence Pugh was fantastic as Yelena. I really like that. 
David Harbour was great and really funny as the Red Guardian. I really liked him. Rachel Weiss was great as like the, the mom figure. So all the family stuff actually worked really well. What I also liked about the movie is that it had a distinct feel. Like it felt different from most other Marvel movies. Yes, when the action happens, it just feels kind of generic at times. But all of the emotional moments, all of the family moments, all of the introspective moments of Natasha sort of remembering her life and her past and the shit that she's done. Uh, that was nice. I actually liked it. Like, it was a good character piece. Is it one of the best MCU movies I've ever seen? No, it's like right there in the middle. It's like a pretty good, you know, Marvel movie. It's fun. It's inoffensive. Um, it sets up some interesting characters like Florence Pugh's character we're going to see in the future. Uh, I'm excited to see more of her in the MCU. Um, it was a fun movie. It was pretty well directed. The action was fun. I'm glad that Scarlett Johansson finally got a chance to shine. What I also liked is I found the movie to be slightly emotional. MCU movies are rarely, like, rarely hit me in the feels except for, like, Endgame and a few key movies. Uh, they're generally just, like, pretty, you know, generic action comedy movies. This one had a couple of emotional moments and it, it obviously, it does tie back to the fact that we, we've known Black Widow for years and we saw her die in Endgame, so... A lot of the scenes had that extra emotional weight because we know what happens to her in the future. So it's just me kind of being sad for that. But I liked it. It's a fun movie. Uh, I think it was the right movie to see in theaters. Um, I kind of wish I got to see Godzilla vs. Kong in theaters, but they weren't open in Lebanon yet. But this is like the next best thing to, to go back to a movie theater and see a Marvel movie. Stick around to the end credits. Uh, there's a little extra scene. But yeah, it's fun. I recommend it. Not the best Marvel movie. Better than I expected, though. Uh, I'm happy uh, Black Widow finally got the chance she deserved to shine in a movie. Uh, and yeah, really like Florence Pugh as, uh, as her sister. Really like David Harbour as Red Guardian. And uh, yeah, a little bit disappointed with Taskmaster, but he really wasn't as bad as other people made it sound. Folks, thank you so much for joining me on this special quarter century episode. We're at number 25. That's pretty fucking crazy. Uh, thank you so much. I think this is a pretty long episode. I'm shooting this pretty late. I'm going to have a long night editing. Uh, thank you so much. Please take a second to like this video. Leave a comment. Let me know what you guys think about Latoya as my co-host. Are you as excited as I am for this new podcast? What did you think of Black Widow? If you saw it, please keep it spoiler free. Let's talk about that cringe that we saw. What do you think of Dr. Food? Thank you so much for your engagement. Subscribe to the channel. Become a Do Not Warrior. Help me reach the 4,000 and then 5,000 subscriber mark. That'd be pretty fucking cool, wouldn't it? Uh, folks, do not worry.